I did a pretty a couple pretty good tweets today. Good. Well, the first one is uh, I think a cool job would be the guy that rubs the M off the M and M's at a mom and pop trail mix company. Um, then the other one is it just me or does anyone else get Mark Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg mixed up with Jesse Eisenberg's sister from the Pepsi commercials? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, do you? Uh, <laughs> I forget my phone before I ask questions. I forgot what I was going to say. We should make that a segment where Ward dryly reads his dryly reads your my, tweets. My, I had a couple good tweets today on Twitter. And then some of them are just benign bullshit. Um, <laughs> That's good. Me just reading HT. Check this recipe out. HTTP <laughs> colon forward slash forward slash BTL dot. I always wanted to make a... Um, <coughs> God, am I dying? I always wanted to make recordings of my grandfather reading porn or like reading websites. Like Pornhub, <laughs> you know, but I have him doing his voice. So it's like www.pornhub.com. I said that'd be great. <laughs> www.redtube.com. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, maybe he also might not know what RedTube is, too, which is more the likelihood I can get him to do it. <laughs> That's that one with the Cobra Kai. I think it's so dangerous to call it YouTube Red because it's so close to Red Tube. I think they knew what they were doing. They had to have. Yeah. Surf's up, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, have you heard of the Innovation Collective? No. They're a group of entrepreneurs, like a coalition. Yeah. Out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, I think. What are they called? Innovation Collective. Yeah, Innovation Collective. Yeah. Enjoy the programs available last week uh, where they had the founder of it do a little group group chat, group speak. Uh huh. Uh, But I was there talking about time spent poorly. And there was a few people there that were very interested. Talking about our time spent poorly? Yeah, I was talking about our thing. Oh, okay. So explain to me more about what. They're just a group of like entrepreneurs who like meet up once a month to uh, hear from more successful entrepreneurs. Anyway, it's good for them. And so was this something you went to? Character. I went to and you brought sh- And you brought up time spent poorly. I did, yeah. I was supposed to be there for work, but uh-huh. I actually ended up talking more about time spent poorly. Hey, it's not my time, dude. I'll talk about whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was there. Technically, I went uh, I went because I was going to... I was curious about it, see if there was something I could do with it with my job. Right, right. But... As I was there, I was like, ah, I don't care about that. But when I talked to him about it, I was kind of poorly a little bit. And there's a couple people there who are interested in maybe doing a podcast. Yeah? Yeah. So what were their, uh, what kind of feedback or what kind of, like, things did you, well, I mean, a lot what of people else were just like, about? you know, just basically, you know, just the same. It's like, hey, you know, it's pretty hard to do what you're doing. You know, we're like, hey, yep, I know. You know, and then, uh. But the, thought it was cool. Thought it was cool that uh, you know because I was basically looking at it like they were saying it's pretty hard to do what you're doing, like trying to build our right. Yeah, is that what build an audience? Yeah. yeah, we know. But, but <laughs> yeah, we definitely do know. But where they liked though is that we were is that our focus is on like finding talent around Lewiston though and Clarkston. Yeah, I was trying to keep it local, building even just a local right. But I mean. You know, presence. how many people, remember when we are, I don't think we've talked about on the show, but people have said, everybody from here is like, I have to move away if I'm going to be a comedian or a musician or. Yeah, we've even talked about whatever. it. On. And I think it's mostly true, but it's just because the opportunities haven't been made. So 
why not try to meet everybody that we know and put together you know this network anyway that's why i brought down to innovation collective i thought it was cool they were nice it's awesome i think they humored me a little bit but it was still good in what way uh i mean i think they just i think that they thought that starting a website in uh rural idaho I think that they thought that I thought that we had a real shot of doing anything. So they didn't want to like bring my hopes down or anything. So they're all like really positive about it. And I was like, are you guys, uh, I'm like, I, like, like, oh, it's really cool what you're doing. And I'm, every single time I'm like, and are you being serious or are you joking? Are you going to laugh about like, me when I leave? Because I, I know how hard and how impossible this is. Yeah. But... No, they're like, no, it's really cool, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, it's a really nice little hobby, you know. I'm like, it's a really nice little hobby, and they're like, yeah, but who knows what you could do with it, right. right? And I'm like, are you just like super positive because you're an entrepreneur <laughs> and you want like people to believe in you too, or are you patronizing me? Right. Yeah. No, and that's I think the that's constantly going to be the struggle that we have because yeah, when we came back to do this show. It was all about how, listen, we know we don't have listeners, yeah. guys. We're doing this as a hobby. We and have then less as we've started to than we ever did before. Yeah. And then as we started to do more episodes, we kind of started to build up like emotional steam, getting kind of yeah. more, more invested into doing it. And then the idea of kind of expanding and taking on other projects i mean well and then getting all of our getting people that are interested involved. in blogging and doing and doing the movie reviews blogs and, and just, just doing a variety of content friends that used to do it too and we're like hey well, we've been having a lot of fun doing this you should start doing it again too right you know? so then that's where the website came yeah but then you know we found a lot of we have some great people on the website very talented writing those blogs yeah they're great it's been it's, it's been it's a lot of fun local. for me local talent Local talent. It's very cool. Um, anyway, I just thought that was cool. I think that's I think that's what they liked. It wasn't so much what we were doing. It was more <laughs> more that we were focusing on finding people around here and get, you know using their talent. Right. You know that we were catering to creating our own YouTuber uh, network here in Lewiston. Yeah. What was that? Um. Uh, just a prompt to say mail password required. I'm probably getting hacked or something. I don't oh, know. nice. Cool. Um, you need another beer? Nah, I think I'm good. You all right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't drink it that fast. We, sit, we sat and visited for a we did, bit before yeah. we started recording the show. Anyway, welcome to Basement Boys 2. I, I think I will take one more, actually. Okay. I have just enough calories for it. Oh, were you adding up calories while... Yes. We were uh, yes. discussing. Let's, uh, I'm over 2,000 today. Orange or Ooh. Light. Orange. I went, I, I, I'm over 2,000 calories today, but I also burnt over 3,000. Did you spend today? Yes, I did. You burnt over 3,000? Oh, oh. During the day. Collectively throughout the day. But I burnt like 900 this morning. On the Yeah, doing the spinning? Yes. Nice. It's nice that it falls on Tuesday, Thursdays, because I, I don't ever feel bad for having a couple beers on a Thursday because... Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. I had a Little Caesars today. Oh, we nice. have eaten like dog shit for the past I'm three sure weeks. We've been the, to cook. in the middle of this remodel. For the listener, I don't know if we've talked about it much on the previous episodes, but the, we've been going through a remodel. For the past four weeks, there is a story that we did omit was the day that Derek came over to help me move a to help you move your double oven. oven, a double oven, not just an oven. This is two ovens in one unit. It's very heavy from a cabinet, a large cabinet. Was that? Well, I don't know if the heaviness of it was the most difficult part. Or the most difficult was, uh, part was trying to move what it, it was in. While it was still secured in place for the better part of probably 25 minutes. Once you realized that you could take the hammer and knock off that part that was on the cabinet, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh. 
Well, and then that little piece, that metal bracket piece that was holding yes. everything in still. Yes. Um, that was kind of, I guess we could call that the linchpin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a, that was a, there was so much sweat. That was a day. It was hot. So too. much sweat. It was very hot. And I'd have to, I'd like, um, I'm a veiny guy. So as I'm, as we're like pulling all my veins and my arms are like, like bulging. Oh, sure. Yeah. You so, look awesome. Yeah. So I'm, really cool. I'm stopping to admire my veins as we're, <laughs> we need to, um, uh, we need to, we have a few investments we got to make. Yes. First investment. Or an, an investment. We'll have to we'll have to th- talk about order of importance. But obviously, we want to get another monitor. Yeah. So I can see it on my side. Uh, other investment is uh, we need to figure out the air conditioning situation <laughs> in this fucking room. <laughs> it's hot. It is, and yeah. we're wearing essentially earmuffs. Yeah. It's fucking. We look like <laughs> we're like the South Park kids on a like fucking tropical vacation. Of, uh, uh, I can't even think of the fucking movie. It's so hot. Uh, no, a uh, uh, Christmas story. Yeah, yeah. Last time we did a show in here, I as the show was coming <laughs> I to feel a, a close, bead of sweat running down my. I back. felt. I felt a bead of sweat roll all the way down my back and my ass. <laughs> in, in one fell swoop. <laughs> like it was almost amazing that it made it all the way. Uh, I was like, uh, well, in the time before that, I think Adam was here. You came and like stood behind me. You're like, ooh, you smell good. And I yeah. couldn't decide if I'm like. I don't know if I'm supposed to take that as a compliment. Like, it did smell good. Did I? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be passive aggressive about that. I would tell you, you stink, <laughs> boy. Uh, what's funny is that the last t- is that it wasn't that long ago before we had to wear coats in here. Yeah, this and your snuggie or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, your, your throat. There's episodes where I'm wearing. There's your an episode shawl. where I'm wearing a your Phineas, Phineas and Ferb shawl. Yeah. So it's amazing how much it changes. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think a box fan in that window, just pushing the air out, like the hot air out, would make AC for that sucker? Just a teeny little AC. How much are those? Mine was one thirty-five, and it does pretty good, huh? Well, my room is. Keep in mind that room's a, you know, a quarter the size of this room. But it works really well. But I can imagine. But you have to put it in the window, right? Yes. You do have to put it in the window. Is yes. it big or is it? No. It was a, Did you frame it in? This is I really. I did like, frame it in. Okay. I, it's 16 by 15 by 12, I think. Yeah. So it's 15 deep or whatever. What would you use to frame it? I um <clears throat> had to go to home. So our window is a slide, like sliding window, like uh-huh. to the side. <clears throat> For those of you not watching. And like this listening. one? Is or. it open like this or like this? It's a side slide. Okay. A side so slide. I had to get uh, like a cross board for it to rest against against the sides. Did they sell those? Get, I, I went to Home Depot and I measured it all up and went to Home Depot and Got a piece of wood and okay, yeah, did just did the work and then it works fine. Uh, I mean, it's not something that it's not amazingly insulated. I'm not going to leave it in there in the winter, right? Because my house will turn it. But you're doing a temporary, yes, summertime job. I would take take it down if we had it out here too. Where'd you buy it? The air conditioner, Amazon. You told me that, yeah, Amazon. I'll, I'll look into it. I'm actually looking at getting another one for my bedroom. Are you? Because now that I've... It's started getting warmer, right? Yeah. And we, in our room, it's a little toastier. And you, then you can get out, You get up in the morning, you walk by that room. And you're like, oh, man, it's cool in there. It feels good in there. You're like, man, we need to get one of those in the room. Because <laughs> uh, you know, we've, been, we've been leaving that door open with that air conditioner on and then we have the one out in the living room 
and it's been keeping the room the house a little cooler yeah having even just the one in the other room with mm-hmm. the door open but then i was like if we got another one in the bedroom the house would be perfect it'd yeah. be like central air except for not right except for you know we're white trash with a bunch of goddamn boxes air- in your windows yeah window units that's okay that first year i was a freshman at college here um they didn't have air conditioner units in the college rooms. Oh, boy. And it was a big adjustment for me because I came from Montana where the climate was a lot. It, it was warm. We had hot summers, but it was a lot cooler. And also, I just also we had air conditioning. So that helped. Yes. I remember that, you know, to wear shorts and stuff here. And uh, yeah, like a t-shirt. But I wear something. I wore what I wore to work today. Yeah. So it dumb of me. My bad. You know what I did today? When I was out here earlier getting things ready? Yeah. Is I thought I might have had the same shirt I had on 2 weeks ago. <sighs> so I had to pull up the to see the past video the to see shirt. to make sure I wasn't wearing the same shirt because um, I'm that kind of person. <laughs> I don't want to wear the same shirt two weeks in a row. Unless we can two episodes. Two podcasts in a row. Right. Yeah, that's different. I don't want to, but I don't want to be two podcasts in a row where I'm wearing the same shirt. Unless we've intentionally made it that way. Right. So maybe that's not just you. Okay. That's, uh, okay. that's also my craziness as well. All right. But I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't wish it on. Yeah, I wouldn't what, wish that on anyone. <laughs> God, my allergies are going crazy too. I wonder why. I don't. They've been doing this all day, okay. off and on. Something's something's in bloom. That's what they say. It's probably that. Uh, it's probably those plants from the movie. Hit the happening. I'm gonna go kill myself <laughs> because I watched the happening. Uh, you know what I watched? I again, here's me being a good dad. Uh huh. This weekend, um, would you watch? Okay, first I want to preface by saying this is a movie that I actually like. We own it. Okay. But afterwards, because I w- I had to search stuff afterwards because um, it bothered me a little bit. There's one part of it that really bothers me, and it's the movie Dreamcatcher. Oh. I like that movie. And um, it, well, when you do a Google search for Morgan Freeman's eyebrows, Dreamcatcher, um, it uh, brings you to a lot of little blogs about how many people think that movie's shit and not very good. But I, I feel like I know a lot of people who really like that movie. See, I enjoyed the movie. It's got. A pretty solid cast. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, one of my minuses would be that, like, Jason Lee dies. Yeah. So here's the part where I'm a bad dad: is I watched it with my ten year old. Okay. Cameron from Hanging Ten. Uh-huh. Um, maybe we might talk about that on the next podcast. But I also watched. We also watched it with them. Sure. And they weren't very pl- like they were just kind of like I mean they they. They have access to the internet, so they had Googled a bunch of stuff, so they already were going into it with kind of a knowledge of what was right. going on, because kids at that age get Just curious. Just those two, though. Just, yeah. We, we, we hid the five-year-old in another room. That's probably good. Um, but, yeah, um, we watched it with Cameron, and the... For him, I think the scariest scene was the scene, and I think it's probably, arguably, the scariest scene in the movie was the scene where Jason Lee eats it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the scariest scene. But he was definitely racked by it, but he also liked it. And that's the thing, is like, he wants more of that stuff. He wants to like, um, and I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, well, does Jason Lee... Is his care? I always wondered in Stephen King movies, books, whatever. Is his character Dave Seville from Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is his character 
do you notice in every single one of Stephen King's movies adapted from books, there's a four-eyed character that swears a lot, horn-brimmed character uh, who swears a lot and is like the comedic relief? Do you think that's supposed to be him? I wonder. Yeah, because I mean, there was there's some parallels between the kids in it and the kids in Dreamcatcher. Right, and that was one of the things that made me want to say, "Okay, let's watch Stand by." Have me. you watched Dreamcatcher? We watched Stand by Me, but I mean, they also have. A but there's Corey Feldman, kid, and yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think there's anything to that? There's always that character. Yeah, I think there's something to it, and, and, and there's always that character in the group of friends. Right, I think he's um, and he exercises that muscle, the the funny muscle part of it, or you know explores that area. And I don't know that that's necessarily how he was growing up, but maybe it's how he... Maybe it's how he wishes wished he Wished he had been. Maybe he wishes... Or had he, a friend like that, but he's yeah. imposing it on... Yeah. Maybe his he image wishes of himself. he was that character. Right. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Because I, I would... If I was writing a character about me, I would probably do that. Well, that's why, you know, that's why he gets so upset about... Well, has. That's why Stephen King has gotten upset by casting choices for his movies. So, like in Misery, James Caan plays the writer. Well, he right. he's the writer. Right. So he didn't like the James Caan choice. Whereas, I love James Caan in that role. That is, that's one of my favorite movies to watch. Maybe I should watch that with my kids next. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them next time they act out, you're going to hobble them. Yeah. Um, well, Cameron, he watched, uh, the next day he watched, uh, stand by me. Yeah. And for me, when I was a kid and f- both for Nicole too, um, stand by me was really kind of a hard one to watch cause they're going to find that dead kid. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, one of the jokes I made on the Dreamcatcher thing was, <coughs> um, how, uh, I felt like Morgan Freeman's eyebrows were the scariest thing in that movie. Okay. So. I I truthfully forgot he was in the movie. Yeah, he played, uh, and they made a reference to John Wayne. Then I like started to pay attention to his performance a little bit more because he said he got the, there's a, there's a scene in there where he said, where he was telling Tom Sizemore, who's also in that movie that you probably forgot was in that movie. Um, where he's telling Tom Sizemore where he got this gun. He got it from John Wayne. Then you start seeing, like, uh, Freeman's performance is loosely based on based John on John Wayne and how he kind of, the cadence that he That's has interesting. in the movie. Um, I, thought, I found that interesting. There's a really I, funny... We're overanalyzing this movie. Sure. But there's a really funny deleted scene from that movie. Uh, not deleted scene, it's spoof. I is guess, it with uh, uh, Donnie Wahlberg and they're in the car or in the thing? Yes, and he's like the unearm ill earl or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Dude, I said unearm ill earl. Yeah. The great. He's like, done it. <laughs> you saying it's, it's not a regional thing? <laughs> it's Tom Jane and Thomas Jane. Uh, who plays Damian Lewis? Duddits is Donnie Wahlberg. No shit. It is. Yeah. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. He is the lesser Wahlberg, but also a pretty solid Wahlberg. He is. But I also don't like Blue Bloods that much. Which my wife might like me for, but that's okay. Um, he's good I'm not in, a fan of that show. I think it's too... He's good in Saw. Saw 2. Saw, yeah. Um, Sixth Sense. Boy, the Sixth Sense, that's a pretty tormented... Uh, Character he's playing, yeah. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't think that his performances in Blue Bloods are... It, our bad performances. It's just it's, the show's not for me. I don't know that his performances are any worse or better than Mark Wahlberg's, but Mark Wahlberg seems to have gotten a little better luck as far as casting and working in movies. Right. Yeah, I would say so. 
Uh, we watched the... Well, you're a Transformers fan, right? Yeah. I would say it's probably Yonimus Prime. Yeah. A little I bit mean, of I play like, on Transformers. I, like, I would say I like the first movie quite a bit. I like bits and pieces of the second movie, like the like the forest battle where Optimus Prime dies. Yeah. That's like a that's an amazing fight scene. It's just awesome. Did you like this last one? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? It's I on Hulu. Seen, I haven't seen any of them past Okay, so I watched the fourth one. That's the first one with Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched most of that movie. And then there's one more after that. That's the oh, okay. one. That I think I think there's five, right? Yes. There's only yeah, cuz and the fourth one had TJ Miller. Yes. Who's disappeared. He gets He got he was doing everything. He gets melted in that movie and then he gets melted in real yeah. life because yeah. he's a psychopath. Then we all knew that. But someone had to anyway. Ah. He's done though forever, I'm sure. Oh, so is Chris Hardwick. Yeah. The, Chris the man the man with a million jobs now has He's like no the, jobs. Uh, he's like the Bergeron of like nerdy stuff, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Pretty because much that Bergeron guy was like on everything. Yeah, well, and he had he like was the founder of Nerdist, and then it got like bought up or whatever. Right. And Nerdist is like arms distance, like they're oh, yeah, like no, they're distancing down. themselves from him. I just love how he's he's you know he's basically and swears w- up and down that he's innocent, but nobody nobody wants to hear it. It's over. Yeah, it's done. Everybody wants to get it out the pitchforks. Yeah, with this stuff, anytime, anything, like, and I, and I'm not saying whether he's innocent or not, he's done. Yeah, that's what. That's all I'm saying. That's all the only argument I make here right now. That's is, that's the, that's the, that's the part that's scary because whether, if he is innocent, he's still done and screwed. Yeah, yeah, innocent, but career is over. Who gets their career back first, Chris Hardwick or Billy Bush? <laughs> Billy Bush. All right, let's play another one. Um, <laughs> whose situation would you... You have to choose one situation. Okay. I would choose the one from Jersey Shore. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> you have a choice between... You have to be in one of these guys' shoes, okay? Billy Bush. Chris Hardwick. Kevin Spacey. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> now, hold on. You have all of Kevin Spacey's body of work. You've had that. Chris Hardwick, you were on the up and coming and probably could have been like the next big thing. And we're turning into that. Billy Bush, I mean, he has entertainment tonight, really, or whatever it is, or entertainment, whatever, like Inside Edition, whatever the shit he does. Yeah. Like, see, I think I I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Billy Bush because I'm gonna be able to come out of it okay because I'm gonna take on that slime and wear it because he like can, a badge of he honor. Can he can take it. he can work with that. That's like. You just gave him Play-Doh. Right. Chris Hardwick can't go, hey, I suck. When and, of the three of them, I mean, but Billy, Billy, Bush can, Billy Bush can build that into his character. Well, Billy Bush... Because listens, we don't know enough about him. He listened to a conversation on a bus. Right. Also, like, there's that, yeah. I mean, it's a, it, the, the, the penalty is a lot less severe, right? I mean, he... To our knowledge, he hasn't, like, assaulted or diddled anybody. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't say, yeah, I'd like to grab him by the pussy, too. Okay, I'll throw one more in there. Okay. What about <laughs> Danny Masters? Master, Masterson, or whatever? Danny Masterson? Yeah. Um, poor guy. Not really. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's guilty. Um, Even if he's not, he's done. Yeah, exactly. Um... He, yeah, I gotta stay stick with Billy Bush. Um, 
And the reason why is Bush can spin it. He Bush can. Bush can spin it to his favor. All like I said, all he's got now is he's is we've given him Play-Doh. Can any of those guys do what Bill O'Reilly did and like start a podcast or whatever? Has isn't O'Reilly like podcasting now? I think so. But I also think that Roseanne could start a podcast. I'm not going to lie. If if I was in a position of Roseanne's right now or any of those guys, I would start my own podcast and uh, just continue what I was doing from there. Yeah. You know. Well, Anthony Cumia did that. It sucks. His show's yeah. His his show's terrible, and his network's awful. But he went and started his own. You know who else has done that? Uh, Lance Armstrong. Oh, yeah. You know what? Have you seen Tour de France huh. or Tour de Pharmacy? Oh, no. On HBO? No, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's good. It's good. It's, he's in it. He's in it. You know, on his show. And he, and he, um, it's a lot of like self deprecation stuff in there. I, have, I don't know. Have you ever had an opportunity to listen to his podcast? No. He's very upfront about what he did. Yeah, and, and owns it, and the regret, and like you know, but I mean, like how, I don't know how much regret there is. He won, right? Like, I think he regrets that he got caught, right? Yeah, and but I think he, that's the the general consent, like the general way he portrayed himself. Yeah, in that fake documentary was that, yeah, he got caught. Yeah, but it's not like. He was the only one doing it. I think they all were doing it. I just think it was. It's funny how quickly those little uh, yellow bracelets went away. Oh yeah, and how I never had one, so I, I was I was like, "Fuck you guys, <laughs> live strong." Yeah, live strong, motherfuckers. Um, Pretty easy to live strong when you're shooting shooting steroids in the tip of your <laughs> dick or whatever. Uh, so yeah, tour de pharmacy is good, but yeah, he's got a chance to, I mean, he's not going to be cycle like as famous as no. he was, no. but he still has sponsorships though for his show. Yeah. I mean, he's still a pretty good interview. Well, and there are, you know, like I said, Roseanne could start something sure. because there's plenty of people out there if that don't find to. that she did anything wrong. And I'm not... I could go a few ways on it. Yeah, I'm I'm of two minds on it because I feel like she's. I always I always feel like I have to be careful when we do these, um, and maybe I shouldn't feel so much that way, but I I do. I'm of two minds because I feel like what she did and what she said was wrong um, and yeah. reprehensible. Blah 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 blah. But also, I think we're. So eager to just roll over anybody that opens their mouth about oh, anything sure, yeah. anymore. Yeah. And without any chance to any chance to have any regret. No it's like everybody's so holier than thou, like they've never made a mistake or never said anything Yeah. That they've regretted. Because I mean, I know I have. I've said stuff on this show that I regret. Oh, yeah. There's a um, couple episodes back. If you go back and listen to that old episode, Derek's first episode. Oh, yeah. There's I hate stuff, that episode. There's stuff in that there's episode. There's stuff in that episode I don't like. There's stuff in that episode that I left in that I don't like, and there's stuff in that episode you'll never hear <laughs> that yeah. I don't like. And I'm glad whatever was in there is not in there. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's uh, you say things, and like I, um, I think I talking. prefaced it on the thing. We said a lot of shock shit for Shockfile, yeah. Um, and I'm not going to say that that won't, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll say stuff in that regard going forward too, I, I but mean, not I'll, in the I'll same stuff, sense. I'm not going to go shock you now. I just don't, um, I'm not going to say it to get like, I don't want to get fired. Right. That's what, but I say stuff. I mean, I had a joke in my last, this last stand up thing where I, I don't know if you said you watched it, uh, where I said, you ever met those guys that are just so like they're so straight that they're gay? Yeah, yeah. Like they they put on such airs about being like this 
straight dude that you're just kind of like, you fucking gay? Like, like uh, when when you go to a 15-year-old's uh, bedroom, like a 15-year-old right. boy's bedroom, and they have a bunch of like girl, uh, posters of girls all over the walls. <laughs> and you're like, this is a big gay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but it's just like we're in a time where you just be it. Right. Exactly. So like these guys that are like – so the joke I say is like these guys are like, yeah, so I went to the bar last weekend and I like met this girl there and she's so fucking hot. I found some trim. I took her home and I like we're making out. And then I reached out her pants and I felt her dick and I was like, oh my god, she has a dick. And then I jerked her off in my mouth and my face and I was like, <laughs> get out of here, you fucking queer. I let her finish my mouth. <laughs> fucking queer. Like that's how those guys are. Right, yeah. Like they're like they're so. It's like the, it's like the dudes in like like when you watch a movie that's based on a true story about like some, they're, they're some, Chris they're Chris Cooper in American Beauty. Yes. Yeah. No. It's like that. Like you watch a movie like like Boys Don't Cry or whatever with uh, Hillary Swank, and then they're like they've only known Hillary Swank. Those guys are. The guys in Boys Don't Cry have only known Hillary Swank's character as kind of an effeminate boy. Right? Yeah. They've only ever known of her as a man. The second they find out she he's a she, they rape her. Yeah. And it's like those dudes are gay. <laughs> she's a woman but you've only ever they've known only her. known yeah. her as a man and there's nothing wrong with that but that's that's i guess what, like what's wrong with that movie right right those guys that go to those bars now are that on a lesser scale obviously i hope they're not like raping people but but i mean like that's how those guys are though is they're they're so like forcefully heterosexual that they're you're just like yeah you're you're obviously trying to hide a lot. Yeah, for sure. Which is a shame. So you want to watch a trailer? Yeah, let's do it. How about some more of those uh, tissues, eh? Eh? Yeah. Where are we at on time? Uh, about 40 minutes. We can wrap up here pretty quick. I don't ever wrap it. Wait, what? That's what she said. hey <laughs> What uh, are we sp- watching a trailer for? Speaking of... <laughs> This trailer we're going to watch has Steve Carell. It, tell me it's a trailer for The Office. Uh, the Reunion? Yes. The Office the Reunion. Um, it's actually a trailer for a new movie he's got coming out called... What was the name of it? Um, Morrowind. Was it? No, it's Marwin or something. Morrowind is a game from like hey, looking good. for the Xbox. Welcome to Marwin. What is all of this? The world yeah. famous Marwin. So it's got Steve Carell in it. So that's the guy. Yeah, it's right up there. Some Nazi thugs jumped him. And it's a miracle he survived. He sometimes wonders. And now I can barely write my name. The Steve so Carell's have to tell the story. Maybe just an okay actor. Your service, Mademoiselle. I'm always just. just I'm kind of confused by the time period. Yeah. It's got Leslie Mann. Is in it? Yeah. What you know for me, that's a big young sticker. The women of Marwin. You don't like Leslie Mann? No, I do not. You. Well, ever since Judd Apatow aligned himself with Amy Schumer, I've been kind of done. Everyone has a sure, yeah. Marwin. I don't I like Amy Schumer. Schumer. I think I she's either. a talentless so are you go like piece of garbage. Anyway, <laughs> she's not. It's called best. Welcome to Marwin. That's like when you go to a press pause. Press pause. That's like when you go to a uh, like dinner at someone's house and like they're watching a movie and then uh, 
you start watching the movie and you start getting into it and then they start talking about something that's completely unrelated. Like you're watching Lake Placid, but then they're like they're like, Oh, I love Lake Placid. You know what else I love? Deep Blue Sea. Can we talk about that film? You know you know what you know who's not in that film? Amy Schumer. She's a talentless piece of garbage. That's essentially what happened. (laughs) (laughs) And that person I'm describing is my mom. Bye. I'm busy. See you later. Anyway. Which one is that? That'd be Wyatt. Uh, So (laughs) this is called Welcome Welcome to Marwin. And... Steve Carell got beat up by some some Nazis, and uh, well, they're like Nazis, but I don't understand the time period. Like, is this? It's supposed to be post World War II. It's so, it's got to be somewhere in there, but he's building things that are put on. Like, they're so distracting. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to, for the listener, uh, listen to this for just a second. (laughs) And I'm going to mute our microphones for a second, and we'll take a brief break. Okay. All right. was fun for i'm sure nobody we're uh, back. you just listened to a good two minutes of surf shimmy hey, that's good that's surf shimmy shimmy by uh kevin mcleod at a competech.com <laughs> anyway so uh, so let's Steve recap Carell gets beat up by some nazis some nazis i killed me 50 nazis in that cotton from uh, king of the hill yeah um so, and it, Leslie Mann is his neighbor or something at a trailer park. All right, let's or, do the plane. Okay, so, and he's got these, he was in like an artist or something. He's an or, artist, he got beat up by some Nazis. And he makes post, dolls. Like, post-World War II has to be. I mean, why would they know? But why are these Nazis just around? I'm confused. Keep, keep going. Yeah. The dolls should stay in the car. I never go anywhere without my backup. From the director of Forrest Gump and another movie. Yeah, it's Zemeckis. Yeah, Robert Zemeckis. So also not also also Ghostbusters, but I think that's supposed to be in the Forrest Gump vein. For the yes. Forrest Gump audience. Castaway. Yes, that was the other one that they were plugging was Castaway. Where's Tom Hanks? Did he write this movie when Tom Hanks was younger and that's what he had intended? No, no Who he intended? This, this is supposed to be. This is. This is supposed to be Tom Hanks. Yeah. Role. This is not Tom Hanks. I love Steve Carell, but this is clearly Tom Hanks. This was built for Tom Hanks, yes. I bet you anything, you're right. I bet you. 
That's okay. That's so. kind of violent. <clears throat> but at least the Nazis are dead. Okay. So. It's oops. like a weird mixture of Toy Story. Small soldiers. Small soldiers. And Forrest Gump, I guess. Saving Private Ryan. That's World War II. Yeah. Which also had Tom Hanks. <laughs> it did. Um, what? And this is DreamWorks. So that's Steven uh, Spielberg is a DreamWorks guy. So okay, so so that's confusing in and of itself. So DreamWorks is, I think, we're seeing DreamWorks now kind of break away from the like kids movie mold, though, right? Didn't didn't DreamWorks just do that uh, Ready Player One? Was that them? I think That's so. Spielberg. It's not good. Yeah, I don't think I have. I don't have any interest in watching it. It's bad. You went to it at the theater. I went to it in theaters, and I. It's bad. I didn't, I mean, I didn't. I didn't think it looked amazing. I just. Uh, I hoped. I guess I hoped it was going to be better. Um, I'll say this for it. Uh, against it, I mean. The source material is not good either. Anybody who tells you the book is better for that movie is lying to you. Yeah. Because Ready Player One is not a good book either. It's preachy. Like, it's it's preachy about, like, it's, like, about atheism. It's preachy about mm. atheism. Basically, the movie's written by, like, a neckbeard, incel, uh, red pillar, like... Like the type of people I've described on this show before, yeah. like, like r slash I'm very smart. Like people, like this guy is like he thinks he's a obviously he thinks he's a goddamn genius, yeah. and he's better than everybody, and he's probably an involuntary celibate, and he uh, <laughs> and he clearly wrote this book. Like I love video games, and I wish I could have woman, right? But I don't know. So the source material is not good either. What about this movie? So yeah, welcome to Amy Schumer is a piece of shit. Tomorrow, yeah, <laughs> Amy Schumer sucks. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it looks interesting, but it's weird that these are the type of movies that are coming out geared towards people our age now. Because this is a movie that's definitely geared. For people our age and maybe I a little so, bit in yeah. that skew a little bit older. But between thirty and fifty, yeah. What say, used to be those movies were like the Robert Redford type movie. like my parents' generation were watching this, like um all the president's men. Is this and, is this the kind of the uh the Robert Redford movies of our time now? This is this is Fud Ruckers turns into buttfuckers. But have you noticed all of these movies are this one still had like kind of like hipster undertones. Yeah. So all those movies like all the presidents men movies like that that your parents would have watched at our age those movies aren't being made anymore and now instead it's like hey we really want you to watch this Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to watch a Wes Anderson movie. Can I just watch a river runs through it? Yeah, well, that's how we always end up going back and watching older movies. I do, yeah. Um, I'll rewatch a lot. There is a speaking of Robert Redford. There's a movie that he's in coming up where he's like a bank thief. Or something. have you watched that trailer? Yeah, it looks great. That trailer was like they did it old school. It was yes. like an old school '60s '70s trailer, and I yeah. loved that homage that they played to that, that because. Those were like the trailers that he was like in yeah. several of those trailers going throughout the. It, it looks like a good movie too. Honestly. It does, yeah, yeah. Um, I love, I love, and it's the probably. Idea. I'm, I'm guessing he's getting old. Yeah, he's in his early eighties. I think so. Um, I mean, I don't think he. I mean, I think he's still pretty healthy. He's done a couple Netflix movies. I love that Robert Redford is still active. Yeah. Uh, who's my, another one? Anthony think, Hopkins is still active. He sure is. 
Um, not always in the best. He doesn't always make the best choices. No. But um, you know, Anthony Hopkins used to be a little more picky. Yeah. And he, I think, and it, I don't think he's like saving for retirement or anything. No, but I, I just think he's less. Yeah, I mean, I think I remember. I mean, like, legitimately reading that he used to be really picky about movies. Yeah, and at some point he did got less picky. Yeah, because he showed up in because the movie Red in, Two. Yeah, and he's in, is he in Red Two? Yeah, is that a bad movie? Um, the first one's great. It's fun. It, I, I like it. I mean, it, I love Bruce Willis. I, I do too, and I liked uh, Death Wish. I gotta say, I haven't seen it yet. I like it. I'm gonna see it. It it ends a little abruptly, but I liked it. I mean, it's nothing like the original Death Wish, so I think that's what pissed people off. But it's an action Bruce Willis movie, and it's not like that Fifth Die Hard that sucked that I don't even want to think about. But I didn't even see it. It was terrible. Tears of the Sun. That's one of my favorite ones. I like that one. It's a good film. There, but I mean, like I mean, he's done. Bruce Willis is one of those guys that's he's doing paycheck movies too now. Yeah, oh yeah, he's Nick Cage. Where you know, and that was one of the things where we talked about this before. Where I was like, I, I'm going to own every Bruce Willis movie, and then I he used, just started producing movies at a rate that I used that to outpaced my desire I to used to buy every single Bruce Willis movie, and I have a lot of really good ones. But after a while. They started becoming so frequent that you couldn't. You can't keep up. Watch There's no way to keep up. And he got like a signed a deal. I swear to God, with Lionsgate. Yeah. Well, they're like, that, where they're like, Bruce, 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 Bruce. We got this and, they're, money. and it's actually you're, you're they're actually talking. He's actually talking to Nick Cage because yeah. he's he works at Lionsgate. Yeah. He's like, like Bruce, we have a hundred million dollars. Yeah. One hundred million dollars. Should we do one really, really good movie? Or should we do 100 really, really bad movies? Well, I feel like they use the same sets. Absolutely. In the same same props, same costumes. I mean, I think they're like in the prop, like, all right, Bruce, the, the, the little bell rings on the set, and that's a wrap. And then they're like, Bruce, all right, go over here. You got to film this scene for uh xyz movie so he runs over and he's he just got he just got done filming a scene with uh, jason patrick and now he's gonna go film a scene with mark paul gossler they for have, another movie they have um, <laughs> a bunch of has-been actors <laughs> or, or just sam worthington sam worthington and uh jai courtney and uh yeah <laughs> mark paul gossler and tay diggs because they gotta have a black guy movie yeah um, one that's not what if they do what if they have this is what they actually do you know how there's stock footage mm-hmm. bruce act, bruce willis actually has a company where he to stock just bruce. makes stock footage <laughs> of him <laughs> i just of I, him I, in an action scene with and just they, saying dialogue just saying dialogue you know what i'm talking about or he'll just. <coughs> then they take those he's scenes. Like, he's like, "Hey Leslie, hey Rose, right? Hey Mark." So then they, hey they, John, they take those those <laughs> scenes of him like doing dives and stuff with guns and stuff yeah. too. And then they uh, basically he sells them one piece at a time, and they make like these Frankenstein patchwork uh, action yeah. movies with Bruce Willis, and it's like Bruce Willis is, and then insert. Stupid, stupid title it's like bruce willis is last guy around <laughs> it's always last yeah he's in the last boy scout scout the last uh last man standing both those movies by the way great movies last boy scout that's with damon wayans yeah it's a good movie last man standing has christopher walken in it um also a good movie. It's like the old timey movie. What was the tur- what was the turning point though? And you know, I th- uh, here okay, here we go. Maybe like you, you, you said Christopher Walken. Sure. Maybe Nicolas Cage is just playing the long game 
and hoping to have a resurgence like Christopher Walken. Oh, there did. you go, yeah. Because Christopher Walken went through a little bit of a that's true a period, not quite to the extent that Nicolas Cage did, but he had his art, art, his artistic period in like the seventies, early eighties, and then he went through that kind of like the prophecy movies and the bullshit. Oh yeah, fucking yeah. Straight to V. Straight to video VHS yeah. movies and you know straight to a Walmart bargain bin near you. Yeah, I think I figured out the turning point. And then he kind of like, and then people that came up on his movies are like, oh, let's get Christopher Walken back. Bruce Willis did that that cop buddy movie with Tracy Morgan that, that Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith directed. Movie. Yeah, and I think so much stuff has come out about how difficult and how. Hard Bruce Willis is to work with, right? Yeah. I think I so I think a lot of people already like now picture that in their heads, and then you've watched interviews with him where he's kind of a prick. Yeah, um, some of them I think they're kind of funny, but some of them you're like, yeah, he's a prick. And then I think less and less good movie companies want to work with them now. And then I'm not kidding; I'm pretty sure he has some blood oath with uh, Lionsgate. Yeah. I think Lionsgate is like the Satan of. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see this ever happen to Steve Carell. No, I don't think it will. Um, I'm just saying Rushmore's fallen, you know. Yeah, crumbling. Because uh, you know, John Cusack sucks. Well, that was another one. Another one and that I, I wanted John every John Cusack movie. And I'll watch a trailer now with the John Cusack in it. With the John Cusack. That's how uh-huh. I refer to those actors now. With the Bruce Willis. With the I'll John watch Cusack. Them, well, honestly, you can, answer, but you'll you can watch, enter them all in there. Yeah, you'll watch a movie with those those actors in them. Or watch a trailer. And you're like, that looks maybe good. Right, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Do I want to commit my... And then you look at the timestamp. Like, how long is the movie? That's an hour and twenty four minutes. Yeah, I mean, too much time. And it, well, and it's not enough time. That's one well, of yeah, those. Yeah. It's one of those not enough time movies. What are the? It's, how, not, it's not enough time for them to establish to anything, tell a good it's, story. It's not enough time to establish anything that'll tell a good story. But it's too much time because you know it's going to be bad. Right. Exactly. Because Lionsgate did it. An hour and twenty four minutes is not enough time. An hour and forty minutes, I might give you. Did you watch Left Behind? The one with Nicolas Cage? Yes. Yes, you've watched it more than I have, though, so I'm not as fresh I've on it. I've watched it so isn't, many times. Isn't that kid from One Tree Hill in it, too? Uh-huh. Yeah. That movie's terrible. Yeah. Chad it's, Michael it's, Murray. It's not it. good. Chad My- Michael McMurray or whatever. Yeah. He's terrible. Nicolas Cage isn't the worst actor in the movie. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue might be. She's not very good in... Uh, no, not Elizabeth Shue. It's not Elizabeth Shue. It's the other one. Uh, not Elizabeth Shue, but the one that plays Marty McFly's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Caroline in the City. Um, What's her name? It's Other Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> other Elizabeth Shue. Uh, I always get them confused. Uh... Ray is a, is is uh Ray part of her name? Siri Uh here. Siri who played Lorraine. Caroline in the City. Oh, I was almost just read her name off of fucking Caroline in the City features Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Malcolm gets and others. Leah Thompson is who it is. Say that again. Caroline in the City features Leah Thompson, Eric Lutz, Malcolm Gitz, and others. You're such a bitch. There's no need for that. <laughs> that was good. All I right. should make her a co-host. Yeah. All Thanks, right. Siri. You're such a bitch. There's no need for that. All right. I got sweat rolling down my ass. Yeah. Let's right. get out of here. Um, uh, hey, uh, make sure you uh, go to timesmithpearly.fun and read some of the blogs and all the fun stuff that's on there. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you say .com or .fun? .fun. 
timespentpoorly.fun. There's some good blogs out there. Speaking of Dreamcatcher, I have one out there with Dreamcatcher in the title, Catching Dreams and yeah, uh, Cruising. Catching Dreams Catching and Actual Dreams and Cruising, I think what? is what I titled it. But Which is what kind of was the inspiration for um, forcing my kid to watch Dreamcatcher. Good. But anyway. It's good for him. It is. Builds character. Makes your... Uh, Gives you strong bones. That's right. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, enjoy the programs available out at timespinpoorly.com. All right. Bye. The intro music for this episode is Surf Shimmy. And the outro music is Surf Shimmy by Kevin McLeod or Kevin McLeod of uh, Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, uh, creativecommons.org. All right. Bye. Surf Shemmy.